bug exterminators of Reddit, what was your we're gonna need a bigger boat moment? Spent the summer between high school and college working for a local, family-run exterminating company. Nice gig. Residential treatments during the day, mosquito fogging at night, and the occasional dairy farm treated for flies and rats. One day, I'm at one of these dairy farms and enter the milking parlor to spray and set up traps. See a rather large cat across the parlor from the front door. Good for him, I think. Growing fat, eating rodents, and whatever else he's caught over the years. I enter the parlor, and the cat moves. And I realize... The cat is not a cat, but a rat, easily the size of a 12 to 15 pound feline and running down a drainage pipe. Decided that I did not want to be a sacrifice to the rat king that day and noped out of there fast. Rats, rats, where the rats? I'm not an exterminator, but that didn't stop my aunt from asking me and my brother from taking care of a hornet's nest. I figured that I could handle it. Heard somewhere that WD-40 supposedly kills hornets, so one night, we go over with a can of spray foam and a half dozen cans of WD-40. It was quiet, so I quickly spray the entrance shut with the foam and we go to town on it with the WD. That's when we heard an unholy and frankly terrifying sound come from the nest. We should have ran, but we kept spraying. However, the hornets were not going without a fight. They somehow tore open another entrance and poured out. That's when we started running. Luckily, I parked my car close by and had the doors open, but I had a couple dozen stings, as did my brother. Two out of ten would not try it again. That said, the hornets did abandon the nest, and a couple of days later when the swelling went down, we went back, cut the branch down, and lit the nest on fire. It went up in a puff of flame and smoke, so that was fun. But never again am I going up against hornets without calling an exterminator first. I developed a phobia of wasps in the last couple of weeks. I deal with industrial batteries for forklifts, order pickers, stuff like that. We had a three-day job down in Eugene, where we basically had to just pressure wash a crap load of batteries. The customer had to set up outside underneath this metal overhang, during the hottest week in Oregon history, mind you, so that sucked as well. There were nests all along the underside of the overhang, and their occupants were less than thrilled with our presence there. On the third day, we were finally wrapping up, and there were a few older batteries that we needed to prep for shipping because the customer was getting rid of them. One of them was on a busted pallet, so we needed to move it to another one. To do this, you take a strap with two hooks on it and hook it to either side of the battery. Well, I go to hook it up, and when I put the hook into the lifting eye of the battery, a crapload of wasps flew out of it and attacked me. I say this with no pride whatsoever. There is no manly way to run away from a swarm of angry wasps. I frolicked out of there as fast as my butt could frolic. Then, I grabbed a broom and used it to open up the lid of this battery, at which point I find the wasps have built a gigantic nest inside the battery. The lid is maybe 3 feet long, probably 10 inches across. These suckers built up all along the bottom of it. They were hanging out inside the battery cells, where all the acid and lead and fun stuff is. So yeah, we didn't ship that one. Not dealing with mutant acid-soaked wasps. Pulled back insulation in a crawl space to track termite damage. About 100 plus baby slash juvenile cotton mouths came out from where the dryer vent wasn't hooked up properly, keeping them nice and warm and moist in the insulation as fall approached. I'm only a termite exterminator. Got out that crawl space quicker than lightning. To this day, I'm sure the termites and snakes are living under there happily ever after. Got called out to a house that had a roach problem. 
So I walk in the house, and I crap you not, you could barely see the color of the walls and ceiling for all the roaches. It was literally raining roaches from the ceiling. The people inside just sitting around, like it's a normal Monday, and laughing about catching roaches falling from the ceiling. Without a doubt, the most disgusting thing I've encountered. Edit. Forgot to mention, I opened the cabinets and I'll never forget seeing the hundreds of thousands going across their pots and pans. It's Rady Roach! Hallelujah! It's Rady Roaches! I worked at a gas station on overnights and asked my manager to do something about the spider infestation. I hate spiders, and it was so bad, customers started going to other places because these big spiders would build webs over the door in the span of 40 minutes between customers, plus the entire awning and overhang was just a mess of webs and hanging spider nests. So, she goes out and buys some spray, and it barely does anything. So she goes and buys a bunch of spray and is standing outside one day just spraying the awnings and overhang, the doors, air pump, etc. Anyways, there was this large crack in the siding, so she stuck the spray nozzle inside and started spraying. I'd have died. What followed was so bad, I probably would have died from terror. The way she described it, after the screaming stopped and the color came back, was as if someone turned a great big faucet on. Hundreds of spiders just came pouring out like water. Must have been a ton of nests inside there. Not an exterminator. Get used to hearing that, by the way. Screw it, since we're all just sharing our worst anyway. My apartment's got an indoor trash chute under the kitchen sink. It has a habit of falling open by itself, and pests crawl up and into our house from it. Roaches, the works. We've been fighting them for weeks. Eventually, 17-year-old me comes up with the brilliant plan of doing a seal. I use trash bags and some strong tape to make an airtight seal around the offending chute. I do three layers of magic. The barrier works. The roaches couldn't cross into our realm from theirs. Three years later, we start finding small dead roaches in the kitchen. Maybe one in the toilet. I've forgotten all about the dark forces I banished years ago, and I'm mystified. The bodies start getting bigger as the weeks pass. Eventually, we start finding live specimens, and they're pretty large. I finally twig that perhaps the ancient seal has been breached. I get on down to the compartment under the sink and open it up. Horror. The roaches had slowly bitten through the seals and ended up breeding within the layers of the seal. Eventually, they got through the final seal, and as the breach grew wider, larger and more vicious bugs got through. I could see them roiling and seething in a bunch within the plastic. I realized what a huge mistake I made all those years ago, and now the evil was back for me. I ended up bringing in some industrial strength pesticide and fighting through the outer guard to get to the breach. I couldn't let any survivors pass me or would get into the house. I pushed a tube into the breach and made a temporary seal around it with more tape and let loose with the pesticide. I could hear the roaches scrambling in the plastic, getting more hectic as they started to die. Fighting continued as I was still rounding up survivors who escaped and putting them down while the pesticide did its work. Once I heard nothing from the seal, I tore it down. It was carnage, beyond disgusting. That motivated us to tear that crap out and get a new roach-proof chute installed. And I got an idea for a fantasy setting for my creative work. We have a problem with Japanese beetles. Like, a big one. I bought a trap after seeing 10 or 20 hanging out on my roses. But then, the trap was completely full within an hour. We're talking thousands of beetles caught in just an hour. So I go to investigate. Surely they didn't all come from my roses, right? So I start checking my trees, a few here and there until I get to this crepe myrtle at the very edge of the yard. 
it was literally covered in beetles. As in, the beetles were screwing. Hundreds of thousands of beetles. My dad decided the best thing to do was to shake the tree and scare them off. That was the worst idea. Beetles rained from the heavens. The sky was dark and swirling with beetles. They covered me, even though I had retreated to a safe distance, sticking in my hair, crawling in my clothes. Dad stopped, dropped, and rolled. As these beetles were stirred into action, so were all of the beetles from all of the trees beyond. It was Armageddon. I was not convinced I would survive this. A few days later, Dad, dressed in a makeshift hazmat suit, went out and doused every tree with the most toxic bug killer he could find. Even now, weeks later, we have to pick the stiff corpses of beetles out of our dog's fur whenever he comes inside. I still have nightmares. Screw Japanese beetles. I'm not an exterminator, but I do bee removals for a living. The most honey I pulled out of a house was about 250 pounds. That's about 21 gallons of honey. I had to leave halfway through to go to Home Depot because I only had 3 to 5 gallon buckets with me. People sometimes try and kill hives with Raid. While it may be effective in some cases, no one is going to call me when it works, in other cases, it backfires spectacularly. For most of her life, the queen is fat to lay eggs. She can fly, but only short distances. So sometimes, when you spray a hive, you'll annoy the bees enough for them to abandon the hive and try to start a new one, but the queen is too fat, so they'll only move to another spot in the same house. The workers at the old hive will raise a new queen, and now you have two hives. I removed seven different hives at the same house because the guy never caught on to what he was doing and kept spraying the bees. Not an exterminator, but this happened to a friend of mine in college. He was in a frat and actually lived in the frat house. During one of the parties they threw, a water pipe was broken. They didn't stop the party or really even act like it happened, so there was just water all over the place. Eventually, they just shut off the water, but didn't call any kind of plumber slash cleaner for the water that was probably an inch deep on the floor. Instead, they set up little stepping stones to make it out of the front door without getting in water. However, because there was so much stagnant water just sitting around, mosquitoes were breeding like crazy. I crap you not, you couldn't be in the house for more than 5 minutes without getting 50 mosquito bites. The worst place I've ever been. They were eventually kicked out of the house when the frat advisor saw what happened, called the landlord, and the landlord had seen what happened. My husband and his first wife had a spider infestation in their backyard one summer. It started with spiders in their cedar hedges, a few. They knew they were in trouble when the entire hedge turned white from the webs. My husband goes to the hardware store and gets some malathion, dons a hazmat suit, and goes outside to start spraying. As he sprays, the cedars start to shake. The entire six-foot-high hedge is shaking, spiders start dropping on him, and he drops the malathion and runs. A week later, all the grass is now white too. He calls two different exterminators who say, F this, but also tell him to call the Ministry of Natural Resources. Resource officer comes out, looks, explains what the spiders are, I don't recall the species, but they were big, and apparently, the eggs can lay in gestation for decades, waiting for exactly the right environment. Apparently, they like to lay nests in wood. Being the Ministry of Natural Resources, they don't offer to kill the spiders, naturally. He is out of options and has to wait until the frost kills all of these suckers. In Canada, frost comes usually October-ish, so frost comes, never has he been so thrilled to greet a Canadian winter. Next spring, he calls his buddy, kind of a roughneck, to help him dismantle the wood shed in the back of the yard, which is assumed to be the nesting grounds. 
As my husband and his then-wife cower inside, they watch out the kitchen door as Buddy tears down to the shed to burn at his farm. The shed's rafters are covered in what looks like pillows, clouds, foam. All the rafters are positively bathed in spider eggs. Buddy dismantles the shed, puts it in his trailer, and takes all of the wood and the nest to the farm for cremation. Buddy also has a terrific time going up to the window and taunting them with the rafters. As an epilogue, just when they think this nightmare is over, one spring day, they have a nice bath, and as they get out of the tub, there is a large spider, the same species, on the outside of the tub. He crushes it with a CD case. It's so large, it made a crunch. That must have been the last one, as they never returned. Freaking horror show. TLDR, entire backyard is bathed in spiders, no help available, have to wait for winter to kill them off. Turns out, the old wooden shed was the breeding ground. Beekeeper, but most of us are somehow in the wasp removal business too. Mentor thought he saw a small hornet's nest and took about the precautions of making a dainty wasp trap out of vinegar in an old Sprite bottle. Upon realizing the hellacious magnitude of these little suckers, he filled an outdoor vac with dishwater, set the hose under his gutter, and set the thing to suck. He's already emptied out three gallons of hornets. Bye, buttholes. Not a bug exterminator, but the first apartment I ever got after college I now refer to as Crap Hole. There were lots of off things about Crap Hole, like how people like to break my apartment's windows, or how, upon move-in, the dishwasher turned out to be just for show and inoperable. Crap Hole was street level. The basement level, which I discovered via a crawlspace door hanging open into the alleyway that led to the washer-slash-dryer area, was filled with abandoned construction supplies, to the brim as in old paint and wood and screws toppling out of the crawlspace. I knew it was a cesspool, I knew pests probably lived there, I figured raccoons, and decided to get on the lookout for a new apartment. The day of move out, the day I need to pack all my stuff, I'm showering in the 2x2-foot shower stall, and something touches my feet. It's red, with long crooked antenna, but it's small. Just as I kick it off, three more appear. Baby German cockroaches have hatched in the drain of my shower stall. They're crawling up through the drain and onto my feet, up my legs, up the walls. Within seconds, they're everywhere. I ran out of the bathroom, still wet and soapy, and slammed the door. Nope. This is crap hole, and no door fits its frame. The cockroaches come bursting out through the crack underneath it. I rush to the bedroom, shampoo in my hair, my body wetting the whole floor behind me, and shake my boyfriend awake. Before I can even tell him what's happening, there's a meow, meow down the hall. My cat had been in the bathroom while I showered. Crap. I run back, will myself to open the bathroom door, where roaches are still scampering under the cracks and desperate mew, mew sounds are emanating. I open it. The roaches are climbing the mirror. They're in the shower curtain. I find my cat, a baby roach on his side, one in his whiskers, and flick them off, grabbing him and carrying him outside. So there we sat. Outside our apartment, the three of us trying to figure out what to do at this point. All we want is to get out of Crap Hole, and now every item we own is infested. Now, no matter what we do, Crap Hole will follow us. And it'll screw not just us, but our new neighbors, our new neighborhood too. We googled it. We put everything we owned in an XXL black double-thick garbage bag meant for yard work from Home Depot. We filled each bag with pesticide. We moved the bags to our new apartment and let them sit out on the patio for two days. We slept on wood floors. We bought all new groceries. We bought two new towels. Two days pass. We open the bags and nothing moves. We wash all the clothes slash linens. I haven't seen a cockroach since. 
but F that apartment. F you, crap hole. May you burn to the ground. Obligatory, I'm not an exterminator, but my dad and stepmom held their wedding at our house. They wanted something small, close family and close friends only. Basically, like an average get-together with cake and a ceremony. They got Italian food catered, and it was overall an amazing time. Fast forward to maybe two or three days after, I was cleaning up the last of the mess from the party, and I go to take the garbage out. There are a handful of flies around the garbage, but I think nothing of it, because, well, it is trash after all. I had two bags of garbage in my hands, so I kind of have to kick the garbage can open. I kick it open, it flings open, and there is a sea of maggots. We're talking in the tens of thousands at the very least. Maybe hundreds. I couldn't see any garbage beneath them. I had kicked it open with such force that many of them had flung out and onto me. I was wearing old navy flip-flops and oversized basketball shorts. Some actually flew up the leg of my pants from the kick and onto my bare feet. I dropped everything and screamed as loud as I've ever screamed before. I went into the driveway to dry heave, shake out my shorts, and I even started crying a bit. I have an incredible fear of maggots, and this experience had made it ten times as horrible to me. My dad and stepmom got home from a movie as I was having my little meltdown in the driveway. He asked what was wrong, and I told him. He went to go see for himself, I heard a scream, and he ran back to the garage. I went inside to cool down a bit. He came back in 15 minutes visibly shaken. I asked him what he ended up doing, and he said, I just went to the garbage, got all the wasp, ant, spider, and snake-killing chemicals as I could, opened up the garbage with my eyes closed, and unloaded every single can. What had happened was that we had so much meat left over from the catering order, chicken parmesan, Italian sausage, etc., that we had to throw it all away. In the garbage. This was during July in Texas, so the meat had been rotting in the dry 103 degree heat for an entire day or two. Hey, just so people are aware, if you ever end up with that much food left over, call up your nearest shelter of any kind and ask them if you can donate it. No wasted food, no maggots. Finally, an exterminator story. Walked into a house for a roach startup. The walls moved. They were in the dressers, beds, closets, furniture, not to mention common areas like the kitchen and baths. Heck, they were in the walls. The place was an old, run-down, 5,000-plus square feet nightmare that I had to clear out single-handedly. Three months of weekly two-hour services, and I got things under control. Then the rat problem started. I wasn't too heartbroken when the service was canceled for non-payment. Went to an old woman's trailer for a routine pest control job. Spray the outside, put some granular down, simple stuff. Then, she comes out of the house and exclaims she has roaches. Never been to the house before, was just covering for a coworker. So I go in, and immediately, I smell German roach infestation. So I look around and see all of these glue boards with 50 to 100 roaches on them. Pull out the fridge, and there has to be at least 300 on the walls. I turn to look at this old lady and say, Ma'am, how long have you had these? She told me she has had them for three years, so I go around looking for the rest of the house and I'll list a few things I found. A back porch filled with cat food and cat poop. Very heavy termite damage in her roof. I ask her how long she's had the termites and she responds, since I moved in. And I ask her, how long ago did you move in? She replies, 22 years ago. The house is a death trap. And a family of possums living in the corner of the house. I told her we need to fumigate the house. It will kill the roaches and termites in one go, and she told me she is treating the termites herself with some crap she bought at Walmart. 
I told her I will come back to treat the house with my manager. Flash forward a week, and me and my manager spent two hours at the place, spraying and getting every crack and crevice we can. I'm still treating that house, and it's been five months. On a side note, the old lady obviously had dementia. She would go, oh, whenever I would tell her about basic hygienic living. I'm going back again next week, and if she hasn't changed, I'm ending her service with us, and she can live in that house and rot. Edit, I'll make an anonymous tip for the lady. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.